0: Hey, everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And
1: I'm Paige Wesley.
0: And with us, we have
1: Andre Cassetta! Yay! Yay!
0: And we have got a great episode for you. It is about <laughs> a whole bunch of crazy shit. Woo!
2: Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Uh,
0: oh yeah, we can all say it right now. Hydroxychloroquine. Anyway, um,. <laughs> It's a great episode where we talk about a lot of disinformation and a lot of the people behind it. Uh, and we also are joined by two of our very good friends, Blaine Gibson and Krista Maris from Good Morning from Hell. <laughs> Woo! Um, that's a really great show. You should definitely check it out. They have plugs at the end. But if you're looking to follow them or find their show, more information is available in the show notes. Um, but before we get started, we have some news and reviews. <laughs> The news is that we have a Patreon now. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Did
2: you know? It's have you show. heard? They've it's got a new a Patreon. Patreon.
0: <laughs> it's a new one. It's brand new. Uh, it's at patreon.com slash cult podcast. Uh, You've you... never
2: heard of it before, I'm sure. Nope.
0: For just $5 a month, you get access to our bonus show, The Speculation Zone. Ooh. Brand new show. Crazy.
2: You also get some really cool stuff if you pledge more. The, we have tiers; they're great.
0: Yes, we have several other tiers with other awesome rewards as well. Go ahead and check that out at patreon.com/cultpodcast. Uh, and then before we get started, we have another five-star review, Woo! and this one comes to us from IHOP NCP
1: no what
0: and they say best podcast possibly ever made oh all right seriously i drove 10 hours a night for my job so my sister put me onto this podcast i am hooked i am almost caught up and worried about when i run out of episodes you could search this whole interwebs and still not find the informative hilarity that is cold podcast hats off to y'all love from atx
1: Oh yeah! I uh, I worried when I heard IHOP because I was like, "Is this the religious IHOP or the pancake IHOP?" Because I'm aggressively <laughs> anti one and aggressively pro the other.
0: Yeah, Paige hates pancakes. Get that <laughs>
2: shit out of here, dude! <laughs> w-
1: waffles for life was it ihop
2: npc N-C-P. ncp this is just like i thought it was just a pancake insane clown posse mashup oh. honestly i was like these are juggalo pancakes oh. they like they put the cream on like makeup you know how they're like oh my god my pancakes a face except it's like whipped cream and strawberries make a make a juggalo face knew the- it
0: ihop fago Syrup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just Fago. We left out in the sun
1: for two hours. Oh my Whoop, God! Mar- no, wait, 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 wait! Marketing ploy of the century: Fago waffles. Oh my God, oh, Paige!
2: This perfect. It's perfect.
1: If you work for Kellogg's,
2: get at us. Fago waffles, baby. Oh and my- also get at insane clown posse. Yeah, yes. we need
0: their signature on this. <laughs> we need
2: their sign off.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think without any further marketing ploys, also, I'm just going to put a big TM copyright over all of this. <laughs> this is, uh, intellectual property of Cold Podcast uh, 2020 till perpetuity. Uh, without any further lawyer stuff, let's get into the show. Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Ego. Ego. <laughs> Fago. <laughs> Waffles. Yum. I want to make the These, these are, are our opinions. opinions thank you for tuning into cult podcast i'm paige wesley
0: and i'm armando torres
1: and with us we
2: have andrea gazetta
3: yay! yay
1: and
2: we also have
3: uh blaine gibson
2: yay yay <laughs> and
3: chris tabaris <laughs>
0: yay oh you
3: just booed
0: yourself <laughs> <laughs> good to see you guys yeah. good to see you guys yeah. are doing well thanks chris did i say your last name right
4: uh damaris that's how i say it but i don't think i pronounce it correctly <laughs> like it's there's it's french i could probably like try and say it in french
3: i'm not gonna do that
4: <laughs> yeah leg gasp
3: i've always wanted to do the uh andrea yay and now i got to do it and <laughs> not got to just do it. listening to my my airpods alone <laughs> in a parking lot i got to do it live
0: <laughs> <laughs> which parking lot do you normally listen to cool podcast in?
3: oh uh all I of mean, them I tour all the Austin all the good ones.
2: <laughs> I hope yeah. you're just yelling it out loud, scaring possums and pigeons.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, we live in Texas, so we also have uh, armadillos, uh, oh, bats, Ooh. specific, you know, that's that's an Austin thing. Chupacabras, a
0: lot of those. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a
3: lot of goats. Not a lot of goats actually. <laughs> kind of a kind of a horrible life cycle for yeah. the chupacab. Yep, and all the horses that we ride because that's what we do in Texas yeah
0: (laughs) i've i'm under the impression that you guys don't even have highways you just have horseways where everyone rides their horse but the thing is is that you have to be a lone rider so everyone has their own personal horse highway Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. And you, we, you guys can't see it because we are an audio medium. But they actually, in Texas, you have to uh, rubber cement cowboy hats to your head. Mm-hmm. When you're, you know, as you age, it's sort of like a coming of age. When you become an adult, you get your adult cowboy hat. Uh, so they are wearing some beautiful cowboy hats. But
4: they're small ones because
3: we haven't, like, fully aged.
1: The rhinestones are stunning, though.
2: Oh, Love thank
3: it. you. I, I thought the turquoise <laughs> was a nice touch, personally. So.
1: Oh, turquoise every day of the week. Yes. <laughs>
3: That's actually how you pronounce Chris's
1: last (laughs) name oh
0: thank you so much for joining us we have a we have a very fun episode um so one week ago on monday july 27th 2020 a handful of doctors and one congressman held a press conference outside of the supreme court building in washington dc they called it the white coat summit um because they all have white coats. I don't know. It sounds, the White Coat Summit sounds like uh, what Tony Montana called that big pile of cocaine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking it was a a real stealth way to be like, we're all in the KKK. Yeah.
3: (laughs) There's like racist undertones to that in my opinion.
2: <laughs> yes. We have 100%. masks to match the coats. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Were
3: they wearing masks? No, no, no. No, that's
0: actually the best part. So there is a bunch of doctors, none of them are socially distancing and none of them are wearing a mask. Uh and the big reason for that is because they came to address one major issue facing our nation. According to them, not only is there a definite cure for COVID-19, but some unknown entity has been waging a silent war to keep this information from us. But these brave patriots have stepped up to speak the truth.
2: Is the war silent but deadly like a fart?
0: Yes, it is. Actually, um, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't realize it until you said this right now, but COVID-19 and farts have a lot in common. <laughs>
1: That's true. You don't want to breathe it in. You don't want
0: to breathe it in. Um, putting a little bit of cloth over it will kind of help dampen it a little bit. <laughs> it will
2: not for a fart. It still smells very bad. I live with you. It's <laughs> it's not helping.
4: I actually, I actually did see a Facebook meme where someone posted about how if cloth can't cover up farts, how's it supposed to stop COVID? <laughs> COVID nineteen. That was like
0: their argument. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> well here's my argument uh, if if cloth can't stop farts but it can stop covid 19 then we should be farting more and then the covid 19 can't get through the farts <laughs> ah. we'll just exist in a with a, a force field of fart we'll create our own atmosphere
4: Blaine's been doing that on his own for years
3: as a like, preemptively <laughs> I'm like that kid in uh, Charlie Brown that just constantly has like dirt clouds and oh, pig pen yeah.
0: Uh, So this message, recorded and broadcast live online, started spreading like a virus. Clips of the conference made their way through Facebook and YouTube and eventually found their way onto the official Twitter page of President Donald J. Trump. What do you guys think the J stands for, by the way? Jerk off. I don't know. Hey, John.
1: It it is John, but I like to think of it like Homer J. Simpson, where when Homer finally found his middle name and it was just J. That's what I hope is the case for Donald Trump. That he's like, I'm Donald J. Trump. J-A-Y. Donald J. Trump.
0: My leading theory is Donald J. Trump and the J is for phenomenal.
2: You just took the bit right out of my mouth. Sorry. (laughs) (sighs) So
0: seemingly right after the conference had wrapped, millions of people all across America had caught a glimpse at the truth that, quote unquote, they don't want you to know. But after just 24 hours, all of the videos, all of the clips, all of the transcripts completely vanished. And to America, it seemed like the doctors had been right. They were being silenced. The vague and ominous opposition they alluded to had struck again, because all these doctors wanted was to spread the good news. We have a cure. And fighting against them meant fighting for the deaths of millions of innocent people. But like every story we tell on Cold Podcast, it's so much more unbelievably deeper, weirder, and downright stupider than you could have ever imagined. And this story truly has it all. Sex demons, different dimensions, and a lot of money and guns. Today, we're covering the cult of disinformation.
2: Do, 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 do. <laughs>
1: I forgot to get a tin foil hat for this one. Can you guys hang on for a second while I run to the kitchen?
0: Straight up, we'll call this one the triple X-Files. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Vin Diesel's
1: in this?
3: <laughs>
0: I wish Vin Diesel was in me, honestly. I just, Don't I'll just meet you all. on the astral plane. Put the ass in astral plane. All right. I, uh, <laughs> before we get into it, I do have a... a, a oh, my fucking god a lot of sources for this one um we have america's frontline doctor's official website both the one that was taken down after uh tuesday and the one that they just put up yesterday while i was researching uh we have countless countless videos from dr stella Emanuel's youtube account i watched so many videos of this person just talking about the weirdest most insane bullshit that you could ever imagine um and i think she's right honestly after like the six hour <laughs> mark i <you laughs> start to just go no. and you flip no. and you're like absolutely yeah. not this happens every time that we cover stuff like when we covered uh like flat, flat earth. earthers um where like you hit a certain point To where you're just like, it's gotta be true, because otherwise I've wasted twelve hours of my life, (laughs) and I can't accept that. You start to feel yourself like slip away too, like when you start when you. When it's such an overload of information, like at hour 12 or whatever, like I was like, oh, oh, oops, I forgot my mom's name, but uh, <laughs> now this But is I weird. now can
1: pronounce hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> hydro-
0: oh, fuck. Hydroxychloroquine. 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 <laughs> it's like a fucking vocal warm up red leather, yellow leather, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> <It's
3: a> <laughs> I actually just got over you guys' episodes on Flat Earth, and I could already tell that there's going to be a lot of, like, similarities, where it's like, these guys are just so thoroughly convinced in their dumb, dumb th- theories, and, and it's it's just frustrating to watch it happen, you know?
2: It's, it's like yeah. watching an abusive relationship with knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like we said, we've covered cults of disinformation and conspiracy theories before. And Chris and Blaine have both covered sex demons on their show extensively. That show, <laughs> that show again is Good Morning From Hell. And we've kind of ironically now, we've been covering past examples of what happens when you let your external beliefs interfere with being a doctor. Essentially,
1: the theme of the last couple weeks is when the Bible gets involved in medicine and we get breakfast foods out of it. Um, So we had, like, Sylvester Graham, Kellogg, and then we had Mary Baker Eddy, who founded Christian Science. But the overarching theme is that, like, you can't just make up stuff for medicine based on the Bible. Like, that's not how it works. Science is important. If anyone who claims to be a doctor recommends something to you... And starts that sentence with, well, it says in the Bible, fucking run, man. Run away. They shouldn't be a doctor.
0: If they start any uh, diagnosis with,
1: by Jove, just also run. (laughs) If they're walking around in an all-white suit with a cockatoo on their shoulder, run. (laughs) That is Colonel Sanders that is not a doctor. Or a pirate, a
2: very debonair pirate.
0: But there is perhaps a more relevant and recent push in pseudoscience that we should look at very quickly the anti-vaccination movement um as brandy Zadranzi said in her interview on the open mind ever since the dawn of vaccines there have been people who have been afraid of vaccines and i just realized now that the way i phrase that sentence makes it sounds like vaccines have been around forever Like there's some caveman who's like, vaccines bad, mercury bad. (laughs)
1: Fire bad, vaccines bad, meat good.
0: (laughs) I read on Facebook, very bad.
1: (laughs) I read post on cave wall, says mercury cause autism.
0: (laughs) You guys see all those cave Facebook
1: statuses they posted? (laughs) I know it took Becky six months to carve it, but. I believe it. Have
0: bad day. Don't
2: ask about it. (laughs) (laughs) Boobs bigger in cave selfie. (laughs) Mm.
0: (laughs) That's a huge problem in the cave community. Um, However, there are two different groups of people that exist within this movement. The leaders and the followers. The leaders are the ones who are running the Facebook groups, writing blog posts, and even coming up with, quote unquote, cures for autism which anti-vaxxers believe vaccines can cause. And as we've said before, and this is super obvious shit, there is nothing wrong with being autistic. Paige, Andrea, and I all know functioning adults with autism. It's not a death sentence. It's just a little different. However, the three of us also know parents who have children that have been diagnosed with autism. And even though, like I said, it's not bad, it's just a little different, It's hard to not take it personally when it's your kid who's going to be a little bit different. Because we don't truly know at least fully what quote unquote causes autism. I did some like cursory research and uh, what it boils down to is they don't know what again quote unquote causes it. They just know what increases the risk of having autism or being born with autism.
2: Well and especially when when kids are diagnosed at a very young age you don't know uh, we've I don't know if we've talked about it before, but I think most people are aware that autism is a spectrum. And some of that spectrum is very high functioning or you know, some people are nonverbal or very, have little, very little verbalization. Mm-hmm. And so when your child is diagnosed when they're really young and you don't know what that looks like for your child specifically, it can be a very scary and daunting experience. And so it's understandable that parents who have a child diagnosed at a young age are going to be fearful and a little bit upset and stressed out by that diagnosis
0: totally totally and because there's a lack of information surrounding the topic a topic with actual stakes people desperately search for answers because if there's no known reason then subconsciously it's kind of easy to feel like it might be your fault or that you might be to blame for your child's diagnosis which is not true zero percent zero percent true The vast majority of people who believe in anti-vax ideas are just scared parents who either want answers or just want to keep their kids safe. But when there's an information vacuum, someone will inevitably step up to try and fill in those blanks. The problem is those people are not in the same boat. The people at the forefront of the anti-vax movement are people who want to either push a political agenda, people who want to sell you something, or people who desperately want attention. So there's certain politicians and activists who will sympathize with the movement and then casually mention how vaccines would never be forced on you if we weakened or even straight up abolished the federal government. It's like uh, the political equivalent of like uh, like cool dad. You know, like when you when your parents got divorced and he was like, yeah, come to dad's house and I'll let you eat ice cream every day and have polio for dessert. Yeah. <laughs>
2: If you've ever had a cool dad, you've gotten cockroaches in your breakfast cereal and a couple tummy aches. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Dude, that's the most realest shit. Yeah, look at you. (laughs) Look at Paige with her fucking my parents remarried horror on her face. Just, oh
1: no. I I feel like that's the coolest parent of all because there were no cockroaches. (laughs) I feel like I won the parent lottery or at least the lack of cockroach lottery.
3: Nah, two Christmases is rad. My two. parents were lame and stayed together. <laughs> Their stupid marriage. Two, Christmases two Christmases, two, two Christmases, Christmases. two Christmases. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hashtag
0: two Christmases.
3: <laughs> Wait, Chris, I mean, your parents separated. You had a great time with that, right?
0: I had two Christmases, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love when they get into a Christmas bidding war over oh, yeah. who's the best parent. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like I'm a fucking athlete, and they're trying to get, they're trying to sway me to come to their team.
4: <laughs> so what did what did your uh, dad get you for Christmas?
5: Oh, okay. Bad memories mostly. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, he got you that and that. Okay, well, well, okay, good to know. And then they go and change. They get more presents. Yeah,
2: they just like <laughs> order more stuff.
3: I raise you a Hot Wheel car. And-
2: <laughs> Could I interest you in a little push?
0: But then you have people who want to sell you shit. And these assholes are some of the most despicable and vile monsters on earth. They're just opportunists who are looking to profit from fear. These are the people who are like,
3: they tell people that they can cure autism by like feeding your child bleach. What are some other, aside from like bleach and stuff like that, you might get into this, but like what are some other cures?
1: Essential oils.
3: Oh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And jelly juice.
3: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
1: God. They're... There are a lot of beliefs that
2: like changing your diet can change your life kind of stuff. So there are a lot of things like, well, if you follow this diet, like you can get rid of X, Y, and Z. Um, there's a lot of that too.
3: Yeah. So are they approaching it from the standpoint where it's like, you haven't had your kid yet to stop your uh, you know, potential of having a child with autism. You can do these things. Or is it like your kid has autism? Here's how you heal their autism. It's actually both. Uh, yeah. So, so like, they, they kind of the, – the way that they're doing this, like,
0: fear-mongering stuff is if you have been affected by this, like, if your child has autism, it stands to reason most people have had their kids vaccinated. So, if you – if your child has autism, you're looking for, uh, I guess, a, a reason for this to have happened to you, which, again, is – more of the terms that they would use but if you're looking for a reason they can attract you or uh they can yeah they can attract you with this kind of thought process of like it's not your fault it's no one's fault except for the federal government that forced you to put this autism causing serum in your kid
3: autism juice
0: but then also like it, there's a there's a bunch of just scared parents who are like i don't want this to happen to my kid you know what I mean? And yeah. they, they they can they can tell you not to do it as sort of a preventative measure. But a big part of this is spreading um, sort of, quote unquote, natural remedies for uh, flu or, or polio or, or X, Y or Z, whatever that they're trying to prevent.
2: I think for a long time, though, human beings like the scariest sentence to the human mind is I don't know. And not being able to have answers for things, human beings tend to fill in the gaps with just whatever shit they think, which is how we got, you know, leeches to cure the flu
1: and and cornflakes to stop you from masturbating. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah.
3: Well, you guys have talked about this in past episodes and even mentioned it before, like jelly Juice, like rarely does natural, I'm using air quotes, like work. Like it always Just makes things worse, you know, for the most part. There's
1: a handful of accepted natural stuff that can maybe help your symptoms for things a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have mentholated creams when you have the flu, you know, like mint and things like that can help open your sinuses. But that's not curing something that's like a topical remedy for one or two symptoms, Modern medicine has come so far from what most of those natural remedies can do.
0: Um, You could also just sniff a whole bunch of White Coat Summit. Just stick your face (laughs) into it. That'll solve everything. Mm. 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 Can't suck at my teeth. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 And then lastly, you have the Clout Chasers, the people who are just in this for the attention. And they are always a fucking wild card because they don't. They don't always fully believe what they preach because most of the time they're trying to attract your attention to some of their other crazy bullshit. Like Alex Jones, a very famous anti-vaxxer who wants more eyes on him so he can tell you about how, like, gay frogs are getting or whatever.
3: Uh, Also, a resident of Austin, Texas, and we have, you know, recently been going through, you know, our protests and stuff like that. The dude's got a tank, and he'll ride through the streets of Austin during... Uh, these protests with like a legitimate armored vehicle, everyone hates him. Like, we're just like, get the hell out of here. Like throwing
0: stuff at him. We
1: love our gay frogs. Fuck you. (laughs) Keep
3: frogs gay.
0: (laughs) It does. The only thing is it does give a, a, a new connotation to the phrase, having a frog in your throat. But, to your point, if I had a fucking tank, I would take it out all the time. Not for protest. I would like. I gotta go to the grocery store real quick. I'm taking the tank. I'm
2: getting toilet
4: paper. Whether it doesn't matter (laughs) where or how.
1: Just busting into stores like the Kool Aid Man. (laughs) The best way to social distance. People can't get within like sixty feet of you.
0: Oh my god. So there's there's these three people are the ones who are running this like uh disinformation circuit. And over the last few years, social media sites like Facebook have allowed for hundreds of thousands of people to gather in hidden groups aimed at spreading what they call quote unquote the truth and they've gone from being the small quiet minority to being a a, an equally small but just louder minority now um
2: now with megaphones yeah (laughs) exactly on facebook facebook megaphones typing in all caps
0: but it turns out that all of this was just the fucking training montage for the biggest (laughs) fight of their lives because on January 20th, 2020, the first case of COVID-19 was announced in the United States of America. Here's just a, here's just a quick baseline recap, just to go over what we do know about the current coronavirus epidemic. Um, first of all, if you've been, I don't know, if you just came out of a coma, c- coronavirus. It's a huge thing.
1: <laughs> coronavirus. Shit is getting <laughs> real. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Colt Podcast as soon as you came out of a coma. <laughs> How we, long
3: have I been out? In two years. I've missed, you know, 52 episodes. You
1: know, hey. Where's Marie? And then we <laughs> just freak out. Just to let you know, since you just came out of a coma, you might not be aware, we have a Patreon.
4: <laughs> the amount of interest you've collected in the bank in the last two
0: years, you could put all that into a Patreon. If any- I know this is very, uh, probably unlikely, but if anyone has come out of a coma, one of our Patreon tiers is that we will recap all of the time that you've missed, <laughs> um, and that is just $69 a month. Come on. Nice. Hey. What I- a steal. <laughs> we sure are. Anyway, uh, so just to... Just to kind of give you guys a recap, the spread of the disease started in Wuhan, China, and it has since traveled to several other countries. It also affects people who are old and overweight, which is like most of America, if I'm being honest. I'm
1: old. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) I mean, we had a pretty huge outbreak here in the South Pasadena nursing home and like a bunch of like older nursing home people got it. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad.
3: I read an article this morning that I think UT, like the University of Texas, the school that Chris and I graduated from, have the highest number of cases. So school pride, hook'em horns, we're <laughs> such idiots in Austin, dude. Like, it's bad here.
0: Hook'em horns has a whole new meaning now.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think they're, 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 they're going to open up classes
4: this next oh, semester, too. Boy. God, I think. That's what I heard.
3: That paired with our open carry policy, <laughs> way to go, Texas.
1: <laughs> That's one way to stop the spread
3: yeah shoot. yeah you shoot it <laughs> yeah you shoot, shoot the covid
1: there it is
0: <laughs> and you shoot it first you pull down your pants lay a sick fart you know just to put right. up that force field right, and then right, right just bang right. bang 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 start shooting sh- shooting them
2: my the COVIDs. Uh, if anyone's ever tried to kill mice with a gun what <laughs> what <laughs> Wait, Who who what my parents okay when my grandparents died my parents and aunts and uncles Instead of selling the house right away, they decided to rent it to other people in the area. And those people, I think they did some meth, but they tried to use a gun to get rid of the mice, and we had to patch a lot of holes in the floor. That does sound like meth. And it was also very ineffective. Yeah. Yeah, Uh,
3: yeah, that's like a moving bullseye. You're just like, uh, like, you're not John Wick. It's a
2: mouse. (laughs) It's very fast. (laughs)
0: But if you could hit a mouse, you have to start up an extermination business. Right?
3: <laughs> oh, well, Mondo, I was texting you the other day. There's a billboard uh, by a place that I drive by all the time. And it's just these two like hard ass looking lawyers. And it's for uh, Texas law guns. Like we're all about <laughs> using guns in our marketing here in Texas.
2: Sharp oh, shoes the crime away. Wait, <laughs> that's not good.
0: Can we call them and ask them if they could shoot COVID for us? I'm on it. And a couple mice, too. Uh, But, okay, so really, honestly and truly, that is what we know for sure. We have some theories, but as far as I know, not much has been pinned down about the virus. And that's kind of the problem, really. What we do know is that it has drastically affected all of our lives in an almost unprecedented move the whole world just kind of shut down like it's like i i have no other way to explain it other than just like everyone on earth is like all right peace out i'm going on summer vacation i guess i'll
3: see you you next spring losers and then they just dipped out i mean chris and i've been working from home and we you know work at a studio here in austin and i was like talking to somebody it was like nostalgic for how many months ago was it like four five months ago when we uh, it was like our last week at the office when you're about to go on lockdown. And we're all kind of like excited, like, oh, this will be fun. Like, you know, it's, it's only going to be a couple of weeks and then we'll be back. And it's been months. And I just <laughs> want my friends. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so people have started dying. Businesses started closing their doors potentially forever. And we don't even fully know why any of these things are the way that they are. People want answers. And when they don't get any, they kind of freak the fuck out. Cue the same three types of assholes who thrived in the anti-vax community. So already previously this year, we've seen politicians like Senator Tom Cotton, who has been adamantly opposed to China and their government since uh, at least 2017. And he has used the virus as a way to stir up some hate. He is the one that famously made claims that COVID-19 could have started as a biochemical weapon from a research lab in Wuhan the kind of thought process being that uh this is a um population control
1: yeah or destabilization of the economy yeah. yeah
0: and 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 the worst part is is like he's so much of a fucking coward that he won't he won't like commit to it he's like uh so what if it's maybe a biochemical weapon we don't know but somebody should be asking those questions like that's how he phrases <laughs> it's everything. it's like you uh-huh. just did <laughs> Yeah.
1: You just did ask that question. <laughs> can you shoot
0: the coronavirus with a gun using a fart force field? I don't know, but somebody should be asking those questions. <laughs> are the Texas gun law lawyers? Are they our savior in disguise? Somebody should be asking these questions. I actually like this now. You can use it for anything.
1: Yeah, is pee stored in the balls? I don't know. Somebody should be asking that. Question. <laughs>
4: I've I've looked, not sure.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, in your own balls? Yeah, you gotta do some searching, you know. You gotta get some like searching a, deep inside. A yeah. straw
1: and puncture it like a Capri Sun, <laughs> and just see what comes out.
4: I have regrets. Am I gonna say? I don't, but
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I got a ball sack like it comes in a Lunchables, baby. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Pierceable by a small plastic straw <laughs> and
1: square for some reason. <laughs>
0: so the basis of this belief, by the way, was an unverified paper posted on ResearchGate that was supposedly written by two Beijing scientists who claimed that an infected bat broke out and bit one of their colleagues, like fucking Peter Parker type of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, a radioactive bat broke out and bit one of us. And now we have COVID-19. It's 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 bullshit. It's That's not...
2: It is bullshit
1: because everyone knows that's how you would get the real Batman. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You remember like the National Enquirer with the Bat Boy with the teeth? They're like, ah, that's how <laughs> yeah. that happens. We've had it for years. The science is there.
0: I didn't know until I was a fucking uh, adult that the National Enquirer is in a real newspaper.
2: That explains <laughs> so much about you.
3: <laughs> oh. Can, guys, did you hear about Elvis? He's hanging out with Princess Diana on an island together. They're still alive. Tupac and that's why I keep there. finding
2: knives under his pillow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the worst origin story ever. Uh, the <laughs> bat got somebody. They're here to origin story. I can't think of anything worse than that other than the actual origin story for Christopher
0: Nolan's Batman, which is just that his parents died and then he got trapped in a scary cave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh, this research paper, by the way, it was posted by two people that, again, they claim to be two Beijing scientists. Um, and this thing, very interesting thing has been happening recently where, uh, there's not a bunch of time for things to be peer-reviewed, especially since we're in the midst of a pandemic. So things don't always necessarily go through the right channels uh, of procedure because the thought process is, if it might help, we need to try it now. So there's this weird, unprecedented thing where uh, for a while anyway, even the federal government was like, maybe if something could work, we should just be trying it because something has to solve this. So what happened was they posted this paper and went viral and then a bunch of scientists piled on and were like, hey, that's not how science works. And then the poster deleted the post themselves. The person who wrote the article deleted it themselves and then just deleted the rest of their account. That's the truth behind what happened but what the internet says is that the big government canceled and censored this research paper and kept it from the public's eyes so already you you have this kind of uh this precedence for like if anything goes missing off the internet it's just seen as censorship
3: it plays into the whole narrative that the government is controlling this whole thing and it's all a great big giant conspiracy when really it's like no it's bad information being ripped off the internet because it's misinforming the population yeah exactly And especially, like
0: I said, the person who pulled it off was the person who wrote it was just like, ah, maybe this was a bad idea.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Mulder, where do you think they're coming from, though?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Next week on the Triple X Files. Ice cubes in this one for some reason.
1: (laughs) You mean like when a bat bites you and you get magic powers or like when a bat bites you and you cough up your lungs or when like a bat bites you and you end up on a ventilator?
0: yeah <laughs> I so the whole fucking idea behind it coming from a research facility it, it like okay the way that they're telling the story is essentially what would have had to happen is a person would have had to get gotten bit by a bat and then gone oh shit i'm gonna go down to the wuhan seafood market just kind of touch some people now <laughs> i'm
1: gonna go lick shit like
0: crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the time frame on that is fucking insane to think about that but anyway you also have uh, hucksters like Mark Grennan who have sold faith-based products in the past. This person started selling fake cures for coronavirus a few months ago, like diluted bleach meant for consumption. And he started selling this after President Trump mentioned almost quote-unquote jokingly that we should maybe look into exploring uh, injecting ourselves with disinfectant.
3: Bro, I don't think there was anything joking about that at all. No. 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 It's genuinely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if
0: you- it didn't sound like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Hey knock knock. Who's there? Who's who's there? We should inject ourselves with fucking bleach. <laughs> 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 I'm such a funny comedian. <laughs> Maybe that's how his
1: skin is so orange. <laughs> He's just been, like, injecting himself with orange glow for, like, <laughs> years.
0: Oh. Uh, see, I went the other way where uh, his skin, <laughs> what I was thinking is that naturally he's so orange, but he's been injecting himself with bleach, so slowly he's actually turning whiter.
1: Is that Does that explain the weird bags under his eyes that look like they could be from a tanning bed but might be from bleach?
0: Mm, that's where he stores the bleach. It's just yeah. like, oh. a little, it's oh. like a little pop. A bleach like pouch. You, yeah. Like sacks yeah. of bleach. So he yeah, can
1: pry it sack. out for America.
4: Like, like tied pods, but bleach on his eyes. Do you think
2: stuff can cry, or do you think his orange would run?
4: Hey, these colors don't
0: run. (laughs) 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 Uh, And then you have full on weirdos like Amon Bundy, uh, you know, the guy who once said that God had picked him to personally lead the battle against our federal
3: government,
2: and who married a cow. Little known fact. (laughs) Yeah, that's official.
3: That is official busy i so what what is the, do you guys cover this in another episode because i have so many questions <laughs>
0: no okay, all right marry, he
3: didn't marry an actual cow he just uh
0: everything... proposed
2: his love to her and she rejected him yeah. it's a whole story that's why he's yeah. so
0: upset about it for more information you can check out our episode on uh, the cult of patriotism which has a lot of huh. weird tie-ins Um, so Amon Bundy has basically been using this topic. He's been like latching himself onto it because he wants to push his own narrative uh, of a sovereign citizen lifestyle. For him, it's all about gaining attention. So even from the beginning of this outbreak, we've seen these type of various leaders again and again and again. And for most of us, it kind of goes in one ear and out the other but they've actually found a permanent home in all of these anti-vaccination Facebook groups because the anti-science community has spent years building up a platform to spread this bullshit and now
3: it's finally paying off.
2: Almost like a disease.
3: We, we keep using the term viral and every time we do, like with the different meaning, like it went viral on the Internet. I just go, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> I will say
0: I've been taking a, I've been taking for my own personal like mental health. I've been taking a break from Facebook. And so, anytime something does go viral, it does feel like watching a zombie movie where, like, in the background, you're like, oh, this thing started. And it's like, ah, well, that's never going to be a problem. And then you come back, and the next day, and just everything's shit. And people are like, we got to put bleach in our children. It's just fucking (laughs) absolutely wild to see it happen. What (laughs) is
5: happening?
0: Oh, so all of this leads us to the press conference that happened last Monday. Who are the doctors in the video? What are they trying to accomplish? And what are their motivations? These are the questions that you need to ask yourself whenever
3: you see propaganda like this pop up.
2: I don't have the answers, but someone should be asking these questions.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have a theory that the guys that are wearing all the lab coats are kind of the equivalent to those doctors that you see on television commercials that are talking about like how this (laughs) toothpaste is going to make your teeth 10 times wider because he is a real dentist. And it's like, I don't. You're about to tell me that these people aren't probably qualified.
0: Stolen
2: right? valor for doctors. They are for
0: doctors. They are and they aren't. It, it's kind of a weird situation. Have you guys? Okay. Did you guys watch the uh, the, the the press conference video? The about it's about forty eight minutes long. Um, and it came out last Monday. Did you guys watch it at all?
3: It got taken down. Is that right? Oh
0: yeah. If you don't know where to look for it, you fucking cuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I watched parts of it because I had
4: a relative start sending it to me and telling me how, because we've been in a lot of fights about whether or not, you know, Corona is real and should be taken seriously. I was warning them in February to take it seriously. So basically they kept pretending like it's no big deal. And then face max, there was no proof of that. Time and time again, I've been right. But every time there's new information, they keep coming out with like, well, see, I told you I was right all along. Oh, and here's proof.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. We we have a uh, all three of us have a personal friend, uh, another comedian. And unfortunately, his parents uh, who live in Georgia were both diagnosed with uh, COVID nineteen. They both caught coronavirus
2: separately because they are separated. Yeah,
0: separately because they are divorced and haven't talked to each other in like fifteen years. So
3: he also had two uh, Christmases. Yeah, uh, in case I'm wondering. just gonna say this sounds like the setup for a really shit romantic
0: comedy. <laughs> and this is how we got them
2: back together yeah, this summer. parent trap. <laughs> yeah, parent them. trap
1: coronavirus.
0: But the parent trap is just a fucking a casket. That's all. Yes. it, is.
1: it looks like my love for you went viral exactly. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this summer a casket built for
2: two
3: <laughs> <laughs> salisbury hill playing in the background <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know if this movie is made but somebody should be asking these questions um, <laughs> uh, yeah they they were adamant anti-maskers uh they did not believe in anything and uh actually the the reason i'm breaking it up is because he said something uh, my my friend's father said something so poignant uh which was that uh he went from no one he knew had covid-19 to everyone he knew was affected by it and it was just like that you know it it, it was it was over for them in in georgia apparently that's what they were thinking like like he, my friend's father, was literally out at a at a karaoke bar uh, a week before he found out that he had been tested
3: or that he tested positive for coronavirus. He better have sang some freaking jams and <laughs> made the most of that because right? he paid the ultimate price for that karaoke session. He picked that. Uh,
0: uh, he picked a song called "We're Gonna Live Forever." <laughs> uh, it was very <laughs> ironic. Um, but yeah, you know the the. The the sad part is that they've completely come around on their feelings of coronavirus and all it took was them, you know, getting infected, which is a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. And I, I hope that um, people hear stories like this and they kind of start to rethink their own positions a little bit, especially because it like, you know, it can happen. It can. And on a long enough scale, it will happen if you aren't taking preventative measures. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So the press conference is opened up by Jenny Beth Martin, who is the president of the Tea Party Patriots. The Tea Party Patriots are a group that, uh, that has existed for a long time. They are not officially affiliated with the National Tea Party Convention. They kind of use the name because they have—they're uh, part of the Tea Party movement, which is pushing for you know smaller federal government, less spending um and less waste but all that really means is that uh we shouldn't be spending on things i don't like we should fire the people i don't like and we should be in charge of where the money goes that's they don't really have any official goals other than that and jenny beth martin uh, who, again, is the, the leader of the group. She has been accused many times of using her 501 status to help funnel campaign donations into her own pocket while avoiding the IRS. Just for reference, Jenny Martin makes about $450,000 from the Tea Party Patriot
3: organization every single year.
2: Follow the money. Damn. Cool.
3: Mm. You can never trust a person with three first names. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> serial
1: killer or other criminal. <laughs> yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt, what are you hiding? <laughs> <laughs> somebody
0: somebody needs to be asking these questions, Paige. can't <laughs> take it. This
5: will never die. <laughs>
0: uh then after after jenny beth martin uh introduces the the kind of premise she's basically stating that these are america's frontline doctors and behind her are about uh about 10 doctors 12 people total and all of them are wearing uh these pristine white lab coats they have embroidered on the front america's frontline doctors um and this is kind of the first thing that we have to talk about so The Tea Party Patriots, like I said, they're not connected to the actual political party. They're a group that kind of gets in a bunch of donations and then pulls these wild fucking stunts constantly.
2: Can they ride a flaming motorcycle? Yes.
0: Yeah. They're evil. Yeah. They're evil Knievel. They're evil Knievel, but of politics where like they'll take a motorcycle and they'll go off a ramp and then go through like they'll drive over like 50 flaming buses and then like right at the peak of the jump, they'll be like, you got to you got to get rid of the federal government and then they, <laughs> land. <laughs> they land and do like a quick wheelie
2: the message sticks if you can stick the landing
0: yeah exactly but they you know they, they've basically taken the name from a different movement to kind of give themselves more credence because when i say tea party patriots you think tea party like the national convention which they have again no affiliation to
2: I also want to say that every time you say Frontline, there is a dog flea and tick medication brand (laughs) called Frontline. (laughs) So every time you say it, I'm just imagining the people that make Frontline wearing lab coats being like, we know about human medicine too.
3: (laughs) I just think of the PBS show and just like those guys are probably also like, "Uh, oh, God.
0: Yeah, I, I do want to think about your frontline doctors being like, we have tried many cures to, uh, to, to try and get rid of fleas. Um, at one point, we tried shooting them with a gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry.
4: Your dog has passed. <laughs> uh, That's
2: actually what happened to Old Yeller, if you guys don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to flee. get the fleas, trying to get the rabies out <laughs> with a gun.
0: Yeah. So all of these doctors are wearing these lab coats. And as we'll kind of get into um, the indication being America's frontline doctors makes you think that they are on the front lines of either battling COVID-19 or coming up with a cure to eradicate COVID-19. So then the microphone is handed off to South Carolina Congressman Ralph Norman. And you guys might remember Ralph uh, from one of his various other media interactions, like in September of 2018, when he made a joke about sexual assault during an election debate. He kicked off the meeting by asking the audience, quote, y'all hear the news on the Kavanaugh hearings? Ruth Bader Ginsburg said she was groped by Abraham Lincoln. Good one, Ralph. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, he tells. What a knee laugh He tells jokes wow. like Donald Trump does. <laughs> so it's just like...
1: I mean, I'm a little concerned because clearly she would have been too old for Abraham Lincoln even back then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not vampire Abraham Lincoln, Paige. Come on. Oh,
0: Abraham Lincoln was a vampire hunter, first of all. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah, but no, I do appreciate that you're asking these questions. Was he a vampire? Was he sort of a blade type
3: situation? <laughs> People should be asking these <laughs> questions. <Yeah>, i
0: <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I just got so caught up in the thought of having Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter, but it's like Blade. He <laughs> is
2: Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a vampire, and is that way Lincoln Groter. Someone should be asking these questions.
3: (laughs) That's all I'm saying.
2: I really... She has a lace collar. That's all I'm saying. I really
0: underestimated (laughs) how great this power is. Because you can just say anything you want and follow it up with somebody should be asking these questions. You don't even have to ask a question. You can just say a statement and
3: say... But it's so noncommittal. It's like you have such a like a not firm stance on it. It's you're like yeah. you're not
0: even asking those questions. Well, that's yeah. the, that's, yeah. that's the whole point of it is so that he can have deniability later where he's like, I didn't say China had a biological weapon that was meant to take down America. I said that we should be asking those questions.
2: Donald yeah. Trump's dick is actually a small cap gun. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying someone should be asking these questions.
1: Get out of there my brain, because I was going to say, is Brett Kavanaugh's dick a chicken nugget? <laughs> I don't know for sure. Somebody should be asking these questions.
3: Now, you, you mentioned the joke about the sexual harassment. or the Yeah, the, the Ralph guy making the joke about sexual harassment. I do have, like, part of me loves cringe. And so when I see people like Mike Huckabee or Ted Cruz, like, take their attempt at open mic night, you know, they their <laughs> to say their jokes. <laughs> And they just fucking bomb, it's just like, oh it's so sweet. Mm. "Mm." Yeah. Just oh Is anybody
1: dating? I drive for Uber. Anybody else (laughs) just like (laughs) opening it like a real open mic set?
0: You might also remember Congressman Ralph Norman uh, from April of 2018 when he had a public meeting with a group called Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense and he whipped out a .38 special Smith & Wesson <laughs> handgun and kept it oh. out for five to ten minutes. Oh my God.
3: And these are probably the victims. Like these mothers yes. probably have children who are victims of gun violence. Yeah. Yes. yeah. What a... Oh my. <laughs>
2: Blaine actually had He's to go. He's so down.
3: <laughs> God, oh, that's awful. Yeah,
0: it's he is he is he is a fucking dipshit. It's also worth noting that he is one of the wealthiest congressmen in the history of our country, uh, because he owns a very successful real estate company. A real estate company that is currently seeing a lot of. Uh, uh, not great financial news because in this pandemic with an economy shut down nobody wants to go look at home
3: yeah well like i I think i've been telling you this mondo i'm trying to find a house austin's super competitive normally are you and
0: i I, I was confused by this when you told me i couldn't tell if you were saying that you were trying to find a house to buy or like find a
3: house like i'm looking for a house it killed my father (laughs) (laughs) i can't find find that son of a bitch (laughs) um no i'm like looking for a house and right now like interest rates are super low and like people are like like airbnbs are foreclosing because uh you know no one's going out tourism has died hard saying a lot of houses are popping up yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like yeah fuck that guy in his real estate company
1: (laughs) i mean i i'm torn because my father also works in real estate and i am almost hundred percent sure that i would need his help to buy houses but at the same time i'm like well the worse this gets the cheaper those houses get rocking a hard place affordable living yeah. in la afford oh, okay God, it's yes. a dream yes. it will never happen <laughs> someday
0: uh other doctors in the video include dr bob hamilton who is a private practice pediatrician from santa monica california who is most known for his ability to sue the crying baby with his signature technique called the hamilton hold what what is yeah. it just
1: him singing the soundtrack to Hamilton <laughs> while he just like, like in between he's just like I'm not giving up my shot stop crying <laughs> he's just like
0: no the Hamilton hold is where he uh, he just like in the play Hamilton he hands it off to uh, an immigrant nanny and goes immigrants they get the job done and then just walks away
2: it's actually a tiny choke hold yeah, I, was
3: say. I was gonna say it sounds like a Vulcan death grip yeah. <laughs> shh
0: Paw Patrol. You put your, uh, you put the baby's neck right between your fucking arms and you just like, uh, crush it.
2: He actually has a knockoff musical called (laughs) Bamilton.
0: We also have Dr. Dan Erickson, who was, um, he was one of two doctors from Bakersfield, California that basically came out and talked about how, uh, how hydroxychloroquine was, uh, the definite cure for coronavirus and how they had discovered it and some uh unknown entity had come to kind of uh sort of add a a shadowy doubt over this medical drug there's a lot of problems i have with this this idea that uh that pharmaceutical companies don't want you to have hydroxychloroquine mostly because um hydroxychloroquine is made by pharmaceutical Pharmaceutical companies. companies Mm-hmm. And and they
2: would have nothing but profit if it was if it worked.
1: Yeah, if it worked. Well, they're from Bakersfield, right? Yeah. Do you think they're confused and they mean meth?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They do just ah. knowing Bakersfield.
3: LA humor, right,
1: Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Bakersfield, uh,
3: California is like
0: uh, most of just if like if 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 you took Arizona and just injected it into one town in California is is the entirety gotcha. of the place. If
1: you've seen Breaking Bad, that's too nice for Bakersfield. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, that's that's Lubbock. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. It. Then then
0: the best the best part of the entire video the best part of this entire thing is we get to hear from a doctor uh named Dr. Stella Emanuel Dr. Stella Emanuel gets up onto the podium and and takes the microphone and basically goes on a screaming rant about how she has personally treated 350 patients over 350 patients who are from who suffer from all kinds of different things like diabetes, uh, old age, um, all of these different, you know, uh, 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 like asthma and all of them have been cured because she has put them on hydroxychloroquine, zinc. And uh, one of the drug, which name I cannot remember, um, but she claims that, you know, this is a, this is a miracle drug that has basically created it. And then uh, she kind of goes off the rails and says a bunch of shit like uh, how Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, And his staff are definitely lying to everybody because they know hydroxychloroquine works and they're probably taking it themselves. So she goes on a small tangent where she basically uh, demands that Anthony Fauci send her a sample of his urine, where she's basically just like, send me the urine, send me your urine. Why haven't you sent me your urine? In fact, there was.
1: <laughs> give me that piss! Give me that fucking...
0: <laughs> get ripped. Take your ball out. Stick the straw in it like it's <laughs> a pre <pretty> sun. <laughs> fucking pour your pee out into a cup. I want your piss, Fauci. <laughs> would, would,
3: Armando, would you say that she's the hydroxychloroquine? Ooh! Oh.
0: Oh. I'm, I'm fucking so would. good. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Somebody should be making these puns.
2: Here's the thing. <laughs> We're not here to kink shame anyone. What you do with someone's piss, what you do with a doctor's piss in your own time, in your own home, that's for you. But I'm saying that calling someone out on national television and asking them for their piss is rude. It you seems know? a little bit weird. Slide into the DMs. Yeah, behind closed <laughs> yeah.
1: doors, yes.
4: Why won't he give her his piss? Exactly. These
1: are the questions someone should be asking.
0: Exactly.
1: I'm not going to say that it's green and comes out solid, but these are the questions (laughs) that people should be
0: asking. I'm not going to say Anthony Fauci pisses straight jello, (laughs) but I'm not going to not say. (laughs) Uh, my, my favorite thing was that th- there was a follow-up interview that she did uh, the other day <laughs> where they basically went, so you made a lot of claims about uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and she goes, I'm still waiting on his urine. Still waiting. Oh,
1: <laughs> this is a completely normal request. She's like, I know there's FedEx delays, but come on.
3: <laughs> I am just so excited to hear more about her because I, I'm on her Twitter right now, and oh, her, yeah. her banner is like a... 48 pixel by 100 pixel i don't even know what it says or what it is it looks like an elephant in her description she says that she is god's battle axe and weapon of war Yeah, pretty, pretty kick-ass if you ask i
1: it. mean i feel like she should just change that banner to give me that piss so like everyone <laughs> so when anthony fauci is like who he immediately knows what she needs <laughs>
3: I mean, if you look at it, it is in yellow, and I think that that's an <laughs> elephant, but it's so le- low resolution, it looks like a penis. It could be a
0: dick. It could be a yeah. Fauci penis. A faucinus. A faucinus. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
2: That sounds like fancy bread
0: <laughs> <laughs> made of little penises. Um,. If you if you're on her Twitter, I I would recommend. I don't want to I don't want to reward her for anything, but her fucking tweets are some A one tweets where people will just get mad at her, and she's just like, I still haven't gotten the piss yet though. <laughs> still haven't gotten the piss. She just fights back everyone, and she her favorite thing to post is uh what are those called? Those bit Yeah. Where it's just a bit of her. Holding up boxing gloves, and she just tweets it at reporters, going hashtag round one. Oh
2: God! Anyone Boy. who thinks they're a weapon for the Lord has some serious problems. Yeah,
0: one, they also in the in the uh, the press conference video, uh, the the founder of America's frontline doctors it goes like, okay, thank you, uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Uh, we call her her nickname with us is uh, the Warrior and uh yeah it's it's pretty intense also that did cause uh confusion later during the question and answers portion where somebody referred to as her as Dr. Warrior (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: just imagining somebody walking up to the mic at the panel and just being like (laughs) "Warrior, come take the pee
3: They have <laughs> bottles that they're clinking together <laughs> with <laughs> urine inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference for 1979's Walter Hill Warriors. Great movie. Wow.
0: <laughs> that was you. a lot of information I have deep just cut, offhand. Deep cut.
3: <laughs> it's a good movie. She yeah, so
0: so at the press conference, she kind of goes off the rails. She makes a bunch of different claims. Um, she also at one point claims that hiccups can be cured with hydroxychloroquine, which means that hiccups are definitely a symptom of COVID nineteen.
1: What? What? no yep. That's, that um, hasn't been established by anyone else
0: well i just think that somebody should be asking these questions <laughs> page mm, there it is
1: standing on your head is the new hydroxychloric click chloric
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is that is my other favorite part of the press conference is whenever the press asks a question they go uh so you so you said hydro, hydro- um hydro uh, the um the drug right and then just (laughs) completely move on
2: chloroquine medicine woman (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) it's the sequel hydroxychloroquine medicine woman (laughs) i don't remember the theme song to that i just remember that she was a white woman and she was like this is medicine and people like these are plants whatever
0: (laughs) she calls a bunch of people like sandra gupta and um uh anthony fauci she she calls them fake doctors and says when was the last time that you saw a patient when was the last time you put a stethoscope on somebody's chest like a cartoon character's understanding of what being a doctor is uh and also if you're wondering the last time anthony fauci treated a patient it was in 2015 when he personally treated ebola patients yes Uh, She also called everyone denying uh, hydroxychloroquine, quote, good Nazis. Uh, She said that they were just being the good Nazis who followed orders.
1: I'm just surprised she didn't call them haters. Like this is one. (laughs) Uh, This is like one hater away from an unfortunate TikTok. Like this is ridiculous.
2: 100%. She definitely is taking this like very personally. As yes. like, the, oh, people don't believe my shitty science. This is a personal insult.
0: The the rest of the video, they make all of these wild claims. A different doctor claims that um, a different doctor claims in the video, which is OK. This is true that uh, since the lockdown has started, there has been an increase in um, suicidal thoughts, in uh, uh, domestic abuse, in alcoholism and drug abuse and stuff like this, like these kind sure. of you know mental health issues uh their insinuation though if you watch the full video both when they say it and then at the end is that uh, the main reason that this is happening is because depression is caused by low levels of zinc and uh, vitamin D deficiency. And that if we let the lockdown, if we ended the lockdown, people would be getting out in the sun and drinking more milk as people were wont to do before the lockdown. Because remember how you would just go outside on a hot day and just chug glasses (laughs) of milk all the time? running down my Mm. face. Well, (laughs) I'm from
2: Wisconsin. We get it straight from the source, straight from the cow's (laughs) udder, if you will yeah and that's why if we're indoors we can't suck on cow titties and that's the problem <laughs> i yeah.
0: my favorite part of going to wisconsin was they were like oh do you want some fresh milk and then they were just like jerking the cow off onto their own faces <laughs> no everyone... they just
1: squirt it in your mouth like a cat
0: yeah <laughs> everyone got their own personal cow udder
1: i mean uh, uh, like really beautiful not to be not funny but vitamin d is shown to impact depression that's how you get seasonal affective disorders but right that's i mean there are many other things at play <laughs>
0: Right, exactly, and that's kind of the thing. At the end of the video, what I'm talking about is uh, this: this woman comes up, and she's wearing a, 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 bo- a, she's wearing a mask, which no one else in the video even has, except for the congressman, who during his speech goes, uh, during this time, we've learned what to do and what not to do, like uh, social distancing, as he stands within literal like. N- arm to arm with these other doctors and then he goes uh but my personal favorite is this little guy right here and he pulls out a mask from his pocket and he goes we've learned that we got to wear masks but here we're outside it's like 100 degrees i think that we don't have to wear them right now and it's like
2: no you fucking idiot science says that if it's hot enough the germs can't get you yeah
3: hmm
0: too, too hot.
2: busy
3: bathing in the sun, soaking up the rays. Yeah,
0: getting yeah, vitamin yeah, yeah, yeah. D and chugging milk like the rest <laughs> of us want to. That's why <laughs> coronavirus wants us to stay inside so it can chug our milk and take our sun. That's what it wants.
1: <laughs> and hang out with the birds after we replace the batteries. <laughs> yes
0: yes do you think that's really what this is is that coronavirus is just like they needed to change like a a, a, a like they needed to do a software update on all the
3: birds? Yeah you guys yeah. know birds are fake, right? I, mean, I was going to say, I'm assuming this is covered in another episode that I just haven't caught up to. Oh, no.
0: We've never talked about this before, actually, <laughs> really. It's just, it's just a well-known, a well-known fact, fact yeah. that the birds are fake. They, oh, uh, so you guys have your own cult about fake birds. Totally, oh, this isn't our totally, cult. Totally. This is a this is a well-known fact, Chris. I'm not 100% I, uh,
1: saying that the, the birds are androids for Amazon and the government, Yeah, uh, but somebody should be asking these questions.
0: Have you ever seen an Amazon package get delivered, Chris? I bet you fucking haven't. Have you ever seen a bird, though? Bet you have. Bam. That's proof. 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 Uh, proof. Uh, proof. proof. Gee, proof. guy, my whenever-
3: internet connection is a little spotty over here. I think I got to go. <laughs> Jeff
0: Bezos, send me your urine. Send it now. Send it. Send it. Get one of your little bird droids and have it deliver me your urine. Prime delivery. <laughs> Now I kind of want to break down this video into uh, the categories of people that we've seen. Obviously, uh, Congressman Ralph Norman, is um, he has a political agenda. He uh, has a very rural uh, area, and his constituents live in a very rural place, which means that there are a lot less opportunities to get infected than there are in say downtown los angeles or downtown austin where there are a ton of people that are all just kind of like tightly packed together Um, secondly are the people that are trying to sell you stuff Uh, every one of these doctors that is in this video at least all of the ones that speak are doctors who work at for-profit urgent care centers and prior to covid if you had a cough if you had a sneeze if you felt like a weird tickle in your throat if you felt anything weird you would immediately go to an urgent care center and you would try to have it checked out and then you would pay a bunch of money to basically have somebody tell you like you're you're fucking fine why don't you piss in this and we're gonna send it to fauci or whatever (laughs) um But now that COVID-19 has happened, people avoid hospitals a lot. Like, no one wants to go to a hospital, even if there's things genuinely wrong with them. Uh, I have a
2: mole I need to get checked out, and I don't want to go.
0: Yeah, and the worst part is that it's the mole is just filled with bleach, and we keep like squeezing it, and it it's a huge just...
2: problem. And has a mind of its own, and it keeps saying the Earth is flat and birds aren't real, and it's just it's very annoying.
0: Yeah, it learned it from watching me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the point being that all of these people are, um, they are people who who have for profit businesses that they would uh, they would benefit from the economy being open because the whole the whole reason for this is they are constantly trying to bring everything back to why we should open the schools why we should open the economy it's a it's a it's a meeting uh, or a press conference that is supposedly hosted by America's frontline doctors but it starts off with a congressman saying we need to open schools we need to open the economy and then every doctor gets up and they go uh, hydroxychloroquine is the cure and why this is important is because, It means we can open up our schools, open up our economy. But then the Internet found the group's wild card. Dr. Stella Emanuel is not just a doctor. She is also a deliverance minister at her own church, which is called Fire Power Ministries a name so awesome it sounds like it exists on one of Blaine's old billboards from back home. <laughs> it definitely
2: sounds like it's in the Avatar universe.
3: <laughs> Stella, I'm surprised, wasn't wearing a mask, but it wouldn't have been like a surgical mask. It was like a gladiator helmet. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just <laughs> so
2: militant. Just like a oh, Jason man. Voorhees
1: mask. Just like, yeah.
2: with a mouth guard for some reason. I'm
0: Dr. <laughs> Warrior. What's up, dude? I'm the Lord's BB gun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I run on piss and i deliver death
0: (laughs) (laughs) so dr stella Emanuel uh has been practicing uh medicine for a very number of years she she um got her medical degree in nigeria uh and then she moved to louisiana i think she also um worked under a a dallas-based doctor Who also was working in Nigeria that part was a little bit weird a lot of the information I got is straight up just from like clippings of newspapers that I was able to dig up it's very hard to find information on people who just now are getting famous for doing stuff um but the information that you can find is an extensive amount of content from her own radio and tv show called firepower ministries um and I'm gonna do my best to kind of describe what her beliefs are. Uh, but she believes in uh, deliverance. Which Paige, Maybe you can help me out. Is kind of like the thought of uh, of of using of using religion to kind of make your life better, or or to kind of get like it's evil off of you.
1: Yeah, it's a variation on what people would call prosperity gospel, which is essentially like. A lot of people use prosperity gospel if you're like a televangelist and Mm -hmm. you're trying to get money from people. It's this idea of like you can use religion and do these things to, quote unquote, make yourself rich or improve your life in some way. Deliverance is more the version of like you can proactively prevent bad things from happening to you, which is bullshit. Like that's just life happens. There are some things that you can never prevent or predict, um, but it's a type of theology that seeks to explain away those things with personal effort, and then when it's something that you couldn't prevent, it's demons.
3: And here I thought deliverance was just a really good Burt Reynolds. (laughs) 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 Wait, so is it kind of based off of the whole idea that the more you give to the church and you're like paying, you're kind of like... Guaranteeing that you're going to have a prosperous, pros- prosperous future. Uh,
1: it's the more that you invest, not necessarily monetarily, but emotionally and with your time, the less likely your life is to go badly. It's it's yep. nebulous. That's how they kind of get away with it, where it's like it allows the church to blame every bad thing that happens to you on you not having enough faith in the church. Mm. I'm just trying to,
3: yeah. I guess, like cui bono, like who's who like what's the church's ultimate goal or the the leaders of these churches ultimate loyalty goal well? it's it's, yeah. it's loyalty. a
1: very popular type of philosophy in cults where if you can convince people that the thing that they need to fix all their problems is you now they're going to give you everything time money emotional investment and all of it's worth something
0: yeah Okay. And you can really see that uh, from the very beginning, what Stella Emanuel has wanted most is for people to pay attention to her, to, for people to be loyal to her. And uh, if you go to her YouTube page, the earliest videos that are currently available are from 10 years ago. They're from 10 years ago, and they are a broadcast of her uh, giving a sermon in some other country. She gets uh, on stage, and the reason you know it's a different country is because she is just so surprised and happy that... That she's speaking in front of a giant crowd of people. Uh, And she starts out by saying, in America, when you talk about the Lord, only 14 people show up. And so she knew that she had to start talking about things people were actually interested in to get them to focus on the Lord. Which is, you know, pretty telling of what someone's motives are if you're trying to get in front of cameras more often. Also, by the way, that speech that she or that sermon rather that she gives uh, in that video is a five part series uh, on uh, asking God for your inheritance. And uh, there's a lot of different definitions of inheritance when it comes to uh, religion, but she is literally telling you to ask god for like a spiritual monetary inheritance where in her words heaven is eternal happiness forever that happens after you die but you still have to be here now so basically you're asking god for a payday loan on happiness where if you support god (laughs) enough he's just gonna send you a little bit of money uh to kind of help you out with the day-to-day shit here on earth which I love the thought process of this because it does mean that Jesus Christ was kind of like a repo guy that was just coming back to, I don't know, take our collective spiritual SUV away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm on our Twitter and you were saying like it, it like spans back like ten years. I'm curious, how many of these videos did you watch?
0: Oh, my God, I watched so many of these fucking videos. I watched the whole five part series. On uh, asking God for your inheritance. I watched uh, another video where she basically explains what deliverance is. She takes this and says that um, in the old times, uh, there were these fallen angels who came down to earth and they would have sex with human women. Uh, And that's what they loved more than doing anything.
2: Is that what the movie Michael is based on?
0: No, but it is what angels in the outfield is based <laughs> on. <laughs> not not enough people talk about that. Um
1: incubuses and succubuses. Yeah, basically. nephilim, the fallen yeah.
0: angels who come down to to earth. Uh Oh, like my sister-in-law. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I also I that does mean that there's got to be like some amount of like foreplay because it says that it happens willingly. So that means that an angel will like fall down from heaven and look up to you and just be like, "You come here often?" or like, <laughs> <laughs> "Did it hurt when
1: I did this?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: She describes them as giant beings that roam the earth, uh, walking all over, trying to have sex with women. And she literally talks about how giant they are. So they're massive. So that either means that they uh, have really, really small penises or. To, uh, ratio wise. Ratio wise. Yeah. In
2: order for it to be like a normal sized penis. Yeah.
0: It's like a nine inch penis, but it, he's also like 50 feet, feet tall. tall. Yeah. 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 Uh, Poor guy. (laughs) This
1: is also something people used to explain aliens. A lot of the time, if you watch ancient aliens, the Nephilim come up all the time. They're from the apocryphal books of the Bible. uh, Most notably, I believe the book of Enoch, uh, but also recorded in the book of Lilith and a couple others as well.
0: Uh, so she claims that the Nephilim kind of roamed the earth and uh, were able to have sex on the uh, spiritual plane, the astral plane with humans. And eventually this caused uh, uh, like a, a kind of infestation of these mixed breed, half angel, half people children that kind of also roam the earth sometimes in physical sometimes going through the astral plane and all they wanted to do was fuck more human women so then they would just kind of like keep having astral plane sex uh are they
2: Mostly in California,
0: <laughs> and do they
2: ride skateboards? These are,
0: this is God's fuck boys, is really what it is. The Lord's
2: fucketh boys.
0: Yeah, this is also what I think incels think chads are like in real life—just demonic fuck beings that just walk <laughs> around having all of the sex. Um, and so to solve kind of this infestation problem, God tried to do a few things. First of all, he tried to just take a gun and shoot them, but that didn't work. <laughs> Uh, he didn't so mask then,
1: with farts first. Yes. See, that's mm-hmm. the that's, the, that's problem. the problem.
0: But what? so then what he decided to do was he was like, all right, fuck it. There's too many of these weird mixed angel babies on Earth. Uh, so I'm going to cause a fucking flood and pick my homeboy Noah. And he's going to be the only one that survives. This is what she this is what Stella Manuel says happens. Um, and so she says that of course obviously some of these uh, fallen angels are or the mixed babies are still around and so uh, they have been constantly ever since then trying to repopulate but they're just a lot less common Um, but that's why you have to look out for them so basically what happens if you have sex with them is they are taking some of your energy away from you and this causes you to have stuff like as she says almost verbatim, um, miscarriages, uh, problems with your uterus. If you're a man and you can't get it up, she says this on a sermon, by the way, she says the phrase, if you're a man and you can't get it up. And then she takes a second and looks out in the audience like this, like, "Hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see you there in the front. I see you in the front row. (laughs) She's looking at somebody like, if you're a man and you can't get it up, Gary, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, feeling like a rock monster with a tiny dick are you gary (laughs) so if a dude
4: can't get it up that means they fooled around with the fallen angel yeah Yeah. well they or or one of their
0: mixed babies in the astral plane they had demon sex and this is what kind of causes this but there's there's also some other problems too where apparently she says that uh she's had multiple run-ins with people with women who get pregnant when they have sex with demons and they come to her and then they have to be, uh, they, she says that part of deliverance is delivering these demon babies. And so she'll watch women, she, she tells a story in one of her videos of a woman who comes in who is obviously fully pregnant and then she starts freaking out and tearing off her clothes and then uh, suddenly her stomach just deflates and she says, I watched that happen. True story and then moves on and starts talking about something else so this is the same person who claims to have treated over 350 patients for COVID uh, with the same amount of you know uh, uh, kind of oversight Um, she refuses to share any of her data Uh, people are like hey can you tell us about your data and can you share it and she just goes can you tell me about your piss (laughs) Yeah, that's really honestly that is her first response she goes well first of all I'm waiting for I'm still waiting on that piss boy (laughs) uh and second of all she'll always say no one wants to see my data and it's like every interview they're asking for your data that's all they want that's
3: all both sides want so to be clear when she's talking about these fallen angels that people are porking and that are causing all these health things uh is this strictly on the astral plane or does she also believe that these people are roaming earth these these Spirit demon people. I think
0: now it exists on the astral plane. Um, I mean, a lot of the things that she says don't really have any basis. She says that a lot of med. Meta- okay, so like in the in the press conference, right? She makes a big point to talk about fake pharmaceutical companies. Uh, she yeah. really keeps talking about like how it's fake pharmaceutical fake medicine fake science and I was really kind of interested in what she meant by that and so uh, I looked into some of her other videos and it's because she has the belief that most medicines are uh, alien semen that has been put inside of pill form that is slowly meant to turn us all into reptilians because she also believes that the government is controlled by reptilian
3: monsters dude. I knew that something was up with those fish oil. Toys. Dude, I know. I I've guess... been saying
0: it for years. Vitamin C is vitamin cum. Vitamin alien cum. That's what it is. That's yeah. why they tell us to take it so much. And you don't even want to know what vitamin D is, dude. I <laughs> wouldn't mind being a lizard, man.
1: You don't, you wouldn't mind? I either. wouldn't
4: mind. It's not the worst animal if you're going to get transformed into really? one. That's true. Well,
0: okay. You could just
1: sun yourself on a rock. Well, yeah. What yeah. would be
0: your favorite three things about being a lizard reptilian man? <laughs> one. Uh
4: bathing on a sun or sunbathing sunbathing yeah uh mm-hmm. two uh the long tongue you got a long tongue you eat b- bugs Ooh, Easy long food. tongue you've
2: sold me on none of this so far well i don't
4: know <laughs> three yeah three
0: your eyes can move t- can't your eyes move t- independently
2: only chameleons
0: yes they can move independently you uh you blink front to down like a star wars door uh and then uh i will say that if you had a super long tongue i bet your spirit wife would be very happy
3: with you (laughs) she would be happy with that i was gonna say like shedding skin that's a huge advantage oh yeah if you're in a sticky spot and someone's got you and you can just shut out your skin and pop Ah! out
2: (laughs) not how that works ever what 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 do you mean
1: and then you can make boots with it
0: I, yeah. I, on a, on a different uh, astral plane from, from Blaine, I, I like the idea of being able to have my limbs ripped off and just grow them back.
2: Yes. Not all limbs, just your tail. Is that what it is? Yeah. Only the tail grows back. Second of all, you only shed your skin to grow. It's not a defense mechanism. The tail is the defense mechanism. Okay. So
0: we as humans also shed skin when we throw away our old clothes.
2: Yeah. Well, no, but we also shed skin cells every day. We just do it a little bit at a time instead of peeling all at once.
0: I don't know about that. I've had some pretty bad sunburns and I've peeled all at once. (laughs) (laughs) Chris (laughs) I c- Chris <laughs> is a lizard person confirmed. <laughs> I peeled it off. It stayed in one piece. Sometimes I send it to work in my place. <laughs> that actually would
2: be helpful. That would be amazing. Uh,
0: I will say that. Okay. So if I can grow back my tail, but I as a human don't have a tail.
2: It's your penis. It's my penis, right? Yeah, if I definitely. chop off my penis, it it's grows vitamin back. vitamin D. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Ultimate vitamin D. Yeah. Did you hear there's- that
1: there's a guy in England who lost his dick to a blood infection, and he's growing a new one on his arm? What? Yeah. yeah. Wait, like
0: they grafted it, or that's where it decided to grow?
1: That's, there ha- his fell completely off, uh-huh. and so okay. but his balls didn't. Okay. Anyway, so they use stem cells to grow a new dick, and he's growing it on his forearm. So
3: then- So his dick is as big as a forearm?
1: No, no, no. He's got a normal forearm with like a a pretty sizable dick hanging off. it.
3: Oh. I can't imagine meeting that guy. It's like, hey, Ben, nice to meet you. And you go to shake his hand and you're like, oh, oh, God.
1: (laughs) And he's like, no, please keep going. (laughs) Shake more
0: vigorously. (laughs) It kind of sounds like what I'm trying to figure out is if if he chose to make the dick grow there or if the dick was like, I have good memories with this hand. I want to be as close as possible.
1: <laughs> I think the doctors chose it chose it based on the t- skin texture. That's so strange. Yeah, because oh, you want that...
2: it to be soft, and then they're going to cut it off and graft it on.
0: Ah. Yeah. Just, I don't even want a dick anymore at that point. No, I take it back. I do want yes, a dick. You do. Yeah, I want it. Yes, yeah. you do. I was just talking about how if I got my dick cut off, I could grow it back like a lizard.
2: Although, if someone sent me a dick pic and their arm, it was just attached to their arm, I would be like, okay. <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up, girl? He's just waving. His yeah. hands are magic. <laughs>
0: Uh, she also believes a lot of a lot of horrible stuff about uh, gay people and how they're pretty much ruining everything. That's also part of her thing. Is uh, you know her name, uh, which is God's battle axe, and uh, she's a warrior. Oh, oh, she's also God's warrior princess. Is my favorite nickname. That I she's thought given that help.
1: was Zena. It was, yeah, how dare she besmirch Zena?
0: Oh my God! I just <laughs> realized she's xenophobe warrior princess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: God. Oh
1: God. <laughs> that's the title of this episode <laughs> xenophobe warrior princess
0: that, that the 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 stuff that like that stuff that she's talking about what that references is the fact that she believes that uh she believes that there is a war happening and the other side of that war is gay people um non-christians
2: so basically fun
0: yeah basically <laughs> Well, I don't know. I've met some fun Christians like Jesus. What a- that guy got fucking smashed, dude.
2: <laughs> Turn water into wine all day, bro. Yeah, dude. That guy Jesus is- loved sushi. Jesus
0: dude. is so tight, dude. His blood is fucking wine and his skin is fucking bread, dude. It's awesome. He's a walking charcuterie board. <laughs> you know he drinks a lot
4: when, yeah, his they you check his blood. It's like, it's pure alcohol.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blow into
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dead. That's a miracle. <laughs>
3: Talk about Fauci's piss. I want Jesus's piss. Yeah. Yeah, Champagne.
1: What if Jesus's piss is just Molly? (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm glad we're not in the same room. I'll let the lightning hit you. I'll be safe over here. It'll
2: (laughs) Before we leave, though, I don't think you can stop this episode without pointing out what the FDA says about hydroxychloroquine.
1: Yeah, what's it say about halaka <laughs> <laughs> So the FDA
0: cautions against use of hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine for COVID-19 outside of the hospital setting of a or a clinical trial due to risk of heart rhythm problems. Also, it is worth noting that um people who have suffered from coronavirus and have and have recovered uh, are also suffering from heart problems. So if you're going to take something while suffering from something that leaves you with a heart condition, it might uh, weaken you in your fight later during this other thing. Um, but kind of the biggest point about all of this that I'd really like to share is that don't get your fucking information from me, all right? Like, there's there's other there's doctors actual doctors. Stuff. I'm not a doctor. These people should are doctors and don't necessarily, and they're not even like doctors in the sense that Doctor Fauci is a doctor. They shouldn't be giving their two cents about when we should open schools or anything. Because one of them literally was like, "Oh, well, we gotta get people back outside and chugging milk. That's why they're so depressed. Nah, they just gotta get outside and start chugging some, just butt chug some milk, dude, and get some fucking sun in your skin, dude. <laughs> fucking
3: losers, dude.
1: Well, you okay. <laughs> see, boofit. <laughs>
0: Boof, Boof it, some dude. milk.
3: Boof it and move it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: So, quick aside. The one of the biggest problems with using hydroxychloroquine as like a catch all cure is that it's actually an immunosuppressant. So it's going to suppress your immune system from possibly fighting off the disease on its own. Which, as of now, is all that we know can can get rid of the coronavirus. We don't have a medicine that is going to actually help people. So prescribing hydroxychloroquine can actually do a lot of damage. And the reason people are touting this as sort of like a cure-all or like this, you know, wonder cure is because they have other motivations. And I think that's what Armando's
0: saying. That's a a big thing is that you should always look into why people are saying the things that they're saying. Uh, The congressman wants people to vote for him. So he's saying this stuff to get people to be on his side. The uh, Tea Party is saying it because... They put a big old fucking donation button on their website and the other day they hit like the cap of donations that you can get on PayPal. So that's why they're fucking doing it. All these doctors want their practices to be profitable again. So that's why they're doing it. And Dr. Stella Emanuel wants to give you a, a payday loan from God and and stop taking alien cum for all your needs and also stop having sex in your dreams because that's like a big I, thing for her. Those are that the best dreams. on sex. Yeah.
4: No. I guess that what is the logic behind covering up something like this? Like say, say hydroxychloroquine is a cure, right? Yeah. Why would people want to cover it up? So
0: there are two different, uh, schools of thought, even within the same, um, group that we're, that we're talking about here. There are the scholarly look at it. If you want to call it that I would put it in heavy quotations is that uh, one? what some of these people are making an argument over is that hydroxychloroquine is extremely cheap. Uh, the other drugs that they're looking at as possible cures or, or not so much cures as much as um, an aid to fighting the symptoms of COVID-19 they are a little bit more expensive at least some of the other ones that they're looking at so they're saying that uh they're trying they found the cure but it's not going to make them enough money so they're not taking it and that's why you'll hear people like dr stella Emanuel say like well the people who are saying hydroxychloroquine is bad i want to check their fucking urine because i know they're using it she claims that she's using it and that she puts all of her staff on it too and that she also put 350 plus patients
3: on it and cured their coronavirus I'm trying- to find uh still a manual on like Zocdoc, doc just to see like what it would be like to get like a she might might, might not be that kind of doctor I no
0: guess. She, she runs a private private urgent care in a strip mall in houston texas we
1: did have some doctors in our facebook group that mm-hmm. work in the same area mm-hmm. that have met her and basically said that she's not allowed admitting privileges at almost any hospital the only place that she was able to practice medicine is her private urgent care because none of the local hospitals would allow her
0: a january 2020 medical malpractice suit uh filed against emmanuel in louisiana alleged that a 2019 patient died as a result of negligence from an infection caused by a lodge needle fragment which another doctor subsequently removed in April twenty twenty, local deputies were unable to serve notice of the suit because Emanuel had fled to Houston where she set up a new practice in a strip mall. Wait, so she
3: left a needle in somebody? Yeah,
0: dude. She was just like, it's like when you leave your phone in the car and then you're just like, ah, it'll be fine, and then your car passes away. That's like <laughs> when you're
3: like you get your oil change and they like leave a loose, loose rag on your engine or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But it's a human fucking being. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yikes. Uh how many people are in her church?
0: it depends uh one of the things that she does in her videos is the camera only focuses on her and she has one of those like weird like zoom backgrounds you know like it's it's obviously added in um you can't hear very many people but you can look up uh it's firepower ministries in houston texas uh it's right next to her practice which is called dr t um that's where she practices uh it is a very small building it's not a very large building and when you see her have videos where she's in front of these massive crowds it's in places that aren't america and she always starts out by saying like
3: ugh in america we would never get a turnout like this nuts i and the fact that she's oh, has so much reach now and that people are buying into it because like i just noticed today and this isn't a reflection on you know, much, but today she's got like 170,000, 175,000 oh, followers. And I think just yesterday she had like 164. So I like, thought it was like think...
0: 136 on uh, Thursdays, I think, were the first time I started looking at. Dang.
3: I mean, she's she's gaining speed. Like, she's getting a lot of people to, to follow her. And yeah.
2: Well, Ooh boy. Something Armando talked about that I don't know. He talked to me about it. I don't know if you mentioned it in the episode yet. Is just that the sort of the mythos that there is this like other entity that doesn't want this information to come out is why these videos being taken down versus the fact that, it's misinformation and Facebook is taking videos down because it's misinformation yeah. is just adding to her power.
0: So what what yeah. what Facebook did for a really long time was uh, they let anti-vaxxers say shit because they made a bunch of money off of them. Anti-vaxxers would like kind of pour a bunch of money into advertisements. But also, even if they're not actively buying ads, you're keeping people on Facebook, which is good for Facebook. And so what they started doing is kind of a too little too late thing was they added a little banner at the top that was like, hey, vaccines don't kill anybody. But it's, I mean, at that point, you're basically like, it's like somebody built a clubhouse and you put a sticker on it that says like, this might be a bad club. You know, like no one's going to care at it. They're already in the clubhouse. They don't give a shit. And so well, it's and like an internet part of
4: the logic of it's a conspiracy. So it only...
3: Reinforces it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. What did you say? It's yeah. like an In-N-Out.
3: <laughs> it's like uh, the In-N-Out that I think I went to in California, where it's like eh, this place is known to cause cancer. And it's just like I just blow right past oh, that. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, they have that on every building in California, though.
1: Yeah, because we, everything we have causes a, cancer here. Yeah. We have a, uh, a law in California that doesn't exist in most other states called Prop 95, uh, which yeah. requires you to label anything that could ever have a link to cancer or lead ever regardless as to whether or not it's coming in contact with your food or with you which means that literally everything so like if you walk into almost any store like when I worked in a cookware store we had prop 95 warnings everywhere because at some point lead was involved in the manufacturing of cookware it's never going to touch you but if they used a lead tool in a factory congrats now we have to notify you yeah Mm. it's a it's a i
0: i whenever i leave california i I realize that i don't see those signs and it's very fun you know what i do see though is i'll go other places that i see signs in buildings especially bars where it's just a picture of a gun and then a red line going through it like nope and that's (laughs) that's what's (laughs) supposed to stop somebody from bringing in their gun they're just gonna see that and be like oh fuck all right well
2: I'll leave it in the well, car. Not. I'll leave like it a, in the car with you, the kids. Do Fine. Have,
0: <laughs> do you have like a gun check? I know check? some lawyers
4: in Texas <laughs> who would argue otherwise. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you say like a coat check, but yeah, it's for but guns? Yeah, for guns. Yeah. You like hang it. it. Just, Just make armor sure you don't hang it by the
0: trigger. I've made that mistake before.
3: <laughs> I mean, we we both live in Austin, and it's a pretty progressive city. So, like, we get some of that stuff. And, it, you know, being by the Capitol, there's all sorts of protests. And, like, Chris is. We've been filming, and we've walked straight by a like gun protest where everyone's carrying assault rifles, oh, yeah, it's just like, ooh, boy. Um, but yeah, no, if you go to the, some of the more rural parts of Texas, I mean, it's guns out. Sun's out, guns out. Johnny, oh yeah. yeah, Johnny,
2: hold mommy's gun while she gets the shopping. Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of her uh, medical care facility, and it says, yeah, it says, doctor medical care. Yeah, dude. It's Dr.
0: It's like i thought she was dr warrior this is
3: bullshit (laughs) false advertising
0: oh man yeah i i'm sorry to bring you guys on this episode to just make you listen to anti-vaccination and uh and this crazy (laughs) bullshit but i thought it would be great because you guys have a podcast called good morning from hell um where chris uh, the premise is is that his eternal punishment and i'm glad to see that they let you out for this uh your eternal punishment (laughs) is having to interview every single person in hell um and Blaine is, I think, the handler for uh, your podcasting partner, Clayton, the younger brother of uh, of a very famous uh, Satan. You may have heard of him. Uh, it was Satan, yes. And uh, I guess I kind of wanted to ask you guys, have you guys, uh, in your experiences going through hell, have you had any uh, experience with uh, any of these sex demons or this alien cum that we've been hearing so much about? Those are succubi, right? Yeah, yeah. succubi I mean, and incubus. The band incubus, by the way. <laughs>
3: Like the ba- oh yeah. yeah 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 they
0: come in your dream and then they come in your dream and
3: into your ears.
4: <laughs> I mean they, they they might you know it probably we should we should probably uh, talk to them because you know get some get some more information get from some these sex succubi demon
2: info for sure
4: yeah, yeah. find yeah. out
1: who all these demons are that are causing all this endometriosis
4: <laughs> yeah someone should be asking those questions and we will on our podcast
0: there you go. You know? <laughs> Isn't it the best phrase ever? I'm gonna use it for anything. (laughs) I can say anything.
3: I'm Uh, so numb to it. I just misheard that. I you guys even made that joke. (laughs) 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 Um, To to be clear though, the the podcast that we do, it's an improv comedy podcast, and we're all playing characters, and uh, we don't actually contact demons. But you guys, uh, Paige and Armando, were on an episode recently, and you guys were playing like past cult leaders and i I, genuinely one of my favorite episodes you guys were It was so much fun i would love to talk
1: about you know murdering people for fun anytime like it was a blast it was very (laughs) relaxing
4: yeah well so we had we had uh uh blaine's character uh um clayton had his own cult made up of full a former cult leaders who ended up in hell and so yeah
3: spoiler they were all all cult leaders seems like ended up in hell yeah No. It was fun, though, because, like, I remember uh, we were we had the podcast on the schedule and stuff like that, and normally we'll send out creative, and we're like, this is what we're thinking for you guys. You could be, like, some cult followers, and then you came back with notes, and you're like, ah, we want to be, you know, like, uh, people who are in cults are sometimes, like, you know, brainwashed, or they're victims in most situations. And I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Ah, man! Like, who are these guys making these (laughs) notes?" I don't, I don't know if I like these guys. Fast forward like a few weeks or a month later, I've listened to like 40 episodes of you guys' show. Like, I've become such a huge (laughs) cult podcast fan. You guys are fantastic, and I'm super glad that you had us on. Oh, thank Thank
1: you. Thanks thanks for having us on, and thanks for coming. Yeah. 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 Nice. Like a a (laughs)
0: succubus in my dream. Thanks for coming. (laughs) I will say that this is the first time I've ever realized that your show is uh, is not real, is improvised. Oh. I didn't know <laughs> that at all.
1: I just did a bunch of LSD and came on. Yeah, so. dude,
0: I was fucking, I was super happy about it. I just contacted a past life of mine.
2: Um, <laughs> as long as it's not a past wife. <laughs> <laughs> she said shaking her
5: fists.
0: <laughs> Uh, so where can, uh, where can people find you guys on the internet
4: for our, uh, for good morning from hell? Just anywhere you're listening to podcasts, just search for good morning from hell. Uh, and if you want to find, uh, it on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, just, uh, it's at morning from hell. Or if you want to follow Blaine's character's account, it's Hale Clayton sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Wait, was Hale Clayton taken?
3: I think it was, yeah. But also like I really wanted him to be the kind of character that had sixty nine at the very <laughs> end. Yeah.
0: Uh we're
4: also we also work at a company called Rooster Teeth. so it's roosterteeth.com. You can find a bunch of like video stuff that's not podcasts where it's me and Blaine doing dumb stuff or sketches or who knows what.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can also um if you're if you're looking for more information on that, you can follow them online at Stella uh, underscore Emanuel. That is <laughs> S-T-E-L-L-A underscore I M M A N U E L. That's not real. That is that's her real <laughs> <laughs> Don't plug her. She didn't have she didn't have Stella sixty nine. Oh. No. Unfortunately. Oh t- fuck, you know what I'm gonna get?
2: Stella four twenty. Doctor <laughs>
0: Stella Emanuel
3: sixty nine. Oh, it's taken. Damn it.
0: Anyway, <laughs>
2: Damn
3: it. Um, I wonder if she
1: drinks Stella Artois. I was going I was like, <laughs> how could you pun Stella Artois for her? And I can't. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Oh man. Stella Artois. <laughs> oh, from the top rope. <laughs> 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 oh man.
0: Hey everybody! If you want to send me uh, Anthony Fauci's piss, just just, just <laughs> I don't care. Get I don't out of even, my brain! I don't even give a fuck how you get it at this point. If you, <laughs> I want you to break into his dreams, sex demon style, and steal a pot a bottle of his astral piss, and uh, FedEx it to me, or no, use the post office. I'll say that much. <laughs> do, do that, amount uh ship it to me you can you can uh give me my confirmation code on instagram or twitter at mondo does stuff that's m-a-n-d-o does stuff
2: hey guys uh andrea here if you want to send me what your fire type gym pokemon lineup would be if you were part of fire power ministries
0: It's such a Texas name, too, Firepower Ministries. It's so awesome. It just
2: sounds like they have cool, weird haircuts with stars and, like, red I got a Jesus tips. gun! Bam! We worship bullets! <laughs> it sounds like it's a fire-type Pokemon church, and I'm here for it. If you want to send that to me, uh, send it to me on all the things at Sundress Comic, or check out my art at Andre Gazetta on Instagram or at AndreGazetta.com.
1: First of all, thank you to the over a dozen of you that contacted me to let me know that you eat frozen waffles on the regular. Thank you. I feel seen. No, yes, I okay. I love you all.
0: I can see, no one else can see this, but Chris is is vomiting into his, into his <laughs> desk.
1: Visibly but upset. why not, why but why sometimes you don't have the time or sometimes you just like them frozen and people shouldn't ask questions
3: I mean I can see the cold <laughs> pizza argument where it's like it's just a different take on this lo- beloved snack it's a lazy, yeah. take but also take. no you're a monster Paige
1: <laughs> what are you doing okay. stop <laughs> it <laughs> But I do know-
4: you also eat uncooked spaghetti absolutely not
2: yeah. oh, um, Paige doesn't eat uncooked spaghetti she puts them into her ice cube tray and then spoons them out one cube at a time
1: <laughs> duh um, hey, I will say this is, I, I got the most responses We have ever gotten For like Because we, we put joke things At the end of episodes All the time And some people respond Some people don't This was the most responses I've ever gotten In the entire history Of the show of People being like Hell yeah Frozen waffles Try the blueberry ones uh, So like That's Now so, I've got a list Of things so to try strange. But thank you Somebody just uh, sent it, me
0: A message that said I'm gonna come on a waffle And they sent it To my oh. Twitter And <laughs> I can't I'm still waiting <laughs> By the way uh well i'll get i'll mail it to
4: you ah.
1: <laughs> if you want to tell me who is the strangest person you have had a sex dream about that oh. you're willing to admit i want to hear about it okay uh you can send it's it your to your spirit spouse yeah your spirit who's your spirit spouse you could send it to me at rampage wesley on instagram or at page wesley on twitter
0: I think it's Henry Cavill, right? For all of us? For all of us, <laughs> Henry not, Cavill. That's
1: not weird. That's, that's not, not strange. Weird. Oh, that's not weird at all. He's America's collective spirit spouse. That's fair. Yeah, Armando <laughs> told me
2: about one of him and Henry Zabrowski the other day, and that <laughs> was weird. It was very upsetting. What up, Both Henry? Henry's um, at us, Henry Zabrowski.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Weirdest, weirdest sex dream, huh?
2: I had a great one the other day, but I'm not going to get into it. Who was it with? <laughs> It was so I went no, to this it all. ancient temple and there is a beautiful geisha woman there, and it's a long story, but she also became a deer at one point. It was weird. <laughs> you just fucked a deer
0: the, in your dream. No!
2: I didn't <laughs> fuck her while she was a deer, she turned back into a woman. Jesus, Armando, what's wrong with you?
1: This is this is exactly why I asked for that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We have things to talk about after this, and I got a costume for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, before we go, we also have uh, we have a Patreon that you can uh, donate to if you have a little bit of extra money. I know times are tough, but if you can swing it, that would be awesome.
2: For um, $5 a month, you can get more jokes about cum, yeah. more jokes about <laughs> pee balls, yeah. sometimes information.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes uh for just five dollars a month you get access to our bonus show the speculation zone but we have a bunch of other really cool rewards and tiers as well you can go to patreon.com slash uh this episode is brought to you by one of our wonderful awesome patreon donors uh so this one says instead of me please give a shout out to my buddy barney the three-legged tuxedo cat uh he's the love of my life and a huge pain in the ass thank you
1: one of those legs is just a big dick <laughs> big dick i was gonna say the same thing
0: two-legged cat one dick
1: <laughs> shout out to that cat shout out. happy to, that. to do shout it shout
0: out to that cat what is it is a tuxedo cat a type of cat
1: yeah they're the black and white ones oh okay Aww. no because it looks like they're wearing a tuxedo formal wear cat i thought it was a yeah. cat
0: in a tuxedo
1: It is. The tuxedo is just their fur.
0: No, I wanted it in a real tuxedo.
2: Honey, you can buy him a bow tie.
0: (laughs) I guess. If you want to send us a bow tie, (laughs) you can do it to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com.
2: Or send us (laughs) photos of your animals in formal wear. I want to see it.
1: And again, if you have Anthony Fauci's piss, you should definitely send it to us at 3756 West Avenue 40, Sweet K, number 237. Like Like the the Shining. shining. Like the Shining. (laughs) (laughs) Los Angeles, California, 90065. Give us all that piss. Hell yeah, boy.
3: In a Gatorade bottle. Yes. Yeah.
0: Don't. And don't. Here, I'm just going to say this now. Don't. Don't send your own piss. I'll know. Okay. (laughs) I'll know it's your own piss.
1: Taste test will prove it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We know what Fauci smells like. (laughs) (laughs) I can't prove it, but
0: it sounds racist. (laughs) Uh,
1: I I think for this one, I'm going to end it by saying don't drink Anthony Fauci's piss. Definitely send it to us instead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't waste that piss. Don't waste that piss. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs>